0: Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion. We're so glad you have joined us for this audio sermon. You can find a full archive of sermons on our website, holycommunion.net. This sermon was preached on June 7th, 2020, by me, the Rev. Mike Angel, the Rector of Holy Communion. The title is, Black Lives Matter to God. name of God, three in one, and one in three. Amen. Twice over the past week, my phone has been inundated with texts and tweets and Facebook messages. On Sunday, last, folks were asking, do you know St. John's is on fire? On Monday, the question came, Have you seen the video of President Trump outside St. John's? I was ordained at St. John's Church, Lafayette Square. I was married there. I spent my first years of ministry there, preached my first sermons, counseled undocumented immigrants with kids in that nursery. If that church is holy ground for anybody, it's holy ground for me. To see the president use my former church that way made me angry. But if I'm only angry because a president I disagree with tried to use my church, I've got to tell you, it's not enough. Later Monday evening, I learned that in order to pull his stunt, the president ordered the park and the area around the church cleared with tear gas and rubber bullets. Clergy colleagues were literally pushed off the premises owned by the church. Civil rights were violated. Human rights were violated. There should be lawsuits. But friends, if I am only angry about what happened on Monday night to protesters, to clergy, if that's what's making me angry, I've got to tell you, it's not enough. As I took stock, I realized my initial anger, it was misplaced. What happened on Monday was a distraction. We can't afford to be distracted. The real injustice isn't a stunt in front of a church. The injustice that continues is the injustice that has been with us for over 400 years. The structural violence against black and brown bodies, America's original sin, continues unchecked. I should be angry about George Floyd's death about Ahmed Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Michael Brown, Sandra Bland, Eric Garner, Freddie Gray, Tamir Rice, Trayvon Martin. I should be angry that members of my congregation have to have the talk with their children. Not the talk about sex, but the talk about how to de-escalate, how to behave around police if you are born with dark skin. This Sunday is Trinity Sunday. On this day, we celebrate that God is three in one, one in three. The Reverend Kelly Brown Douglas has written that the Trinitarian reality, by definition, defies dualisms. God does not participate in our either-ors. God does not acknowledge our greater-than, less-thans. So, on Trinity Sunday, I want to push back into my anger. Because it would be really easy to say, well, if he is for black lives, if that preacher is for George Floyd, if that minister is for the protesters, he must be against the police. He must be angry at the cops. But friends, I think being angry at the police isn't enough, especially if your anger is limited to the particular officer who killed George Floyd. I'm convinced that deciding that this particular policeman is a bad apple, it isn't enough. I can't just be against one cop. Get angry. But get angry at the whole damned system. I use that term theologically. The system damned George Floyd. The system damns folk that look like George again and again. The police officer who killed George Floyd had 18 prior complaints for use of excessive force filed against him. Why was he still on the street? Why did he still have a badge? Why wasn't he already in jail? If a system kept a cop like that out on the street can't be called damning, I don't know what can. This week, I had to think not just about the so-called justice system, but about the systems that raised up this officer. What about his school? Did he go to church? And the officer who killed George Floyd was not taught, not taught thoroughly enough that George's life was precious in the sight of God. All along the way, institutions, teachers, pastors, communities, we damned George Floyd because we failed to raise up a police officer who knew how precious George's life was in the sight of God. We failed George Floyd when we built a system that allows a white woman, when she is asked by a black man to put her dog on a leash, to feel like she can call the police in response. That interaction tells you who the system was built for and who it was built against. And it's time to take apart the whole damn system. As a white person, I have got to acknowledge that today I am mostly preaching to myself and to my fellow white people. We have to do better. It is a privilege to worship in a congregation that reflects the diversity of our neighborhood. Yes, it is a privilege to serve with a vestry, with a parish board that reflects that diversity. But I don't feel like I'm speaking out of school to share with you, a lot of our black leaders are tired. A lot of our black leaders are guarding against hope because they've been here before. They've marched in the protests. They've heard the calls for justice. And here we are again. So my question today is really for my fellow white folks. What are you angry about? This Trinity Sunday, I ask you, what are you going to do differently? Are you going to email the black woman on your executive team? and ask if you can join in the diversity work that she has been carrying on the company's behalf? Are you going to email your mayor and ask that the city review the use of force authorization for the municipal police force? Are you going to review the curriculum that you teach about, Dr. King, and make sure that folks know how much work is left? Are you going to give money to black institutions? what are you going to do differently? There's an image of the Trinity I love. It was conceived by the Afro-Caribbean American Episcopal priest Mark Bazudi Jones. It was written by an iconographer, Kelly Latimer, right here in St. Louis. The icon plays with a the tradition. There are three figures seated around a table. But unlike in the traditional image of the Trinity, all of the figures are clearly women. At the center of the icon is a strong black woman with dreads down to her shoulders. On her left hand is an Asian woman. On her right is a woman who could be Latina or Middle Eastern. And the cloth covering the table they gather round is a rainbow flag. I love this icon of the Trinity because it incorporates into an image of God a whole host of identities our traditional images have left out. And it reminds us that saying we believe in the Trinity means we believe in a God who can handle co-equal diversity. We believe in a God whose very life is made up of diverse persons in unity. God doesn't demand uniformity. God doesn't privilege one identity over another. And all of us, all of us, every human being, in all of the infinite ways we are diverse, we are all made in God's image. In the image of God, we were created. We say that we believe that every human being, every human being is created in the image and likeness of God. Yet in the six years I have lived in St. Louis, I've had to be out on the streets. And if I'm honest, I don't like protesting. It's uncomfortable, it's scary, especially in a pandemic. I'd prefer not to have to protest. But three times in six years, our streets have filled with Black Lives Matter demonstrators. Three times. Because it's obvious that what we proclaim with our lips is not being lived out in our public lives. We have to do better. If we are going to do better, we can't let ourselves be distracted. Don't let your anger get stuck on something small, something trivial. We have an opportunity to turn the tide against America's original sin. Do not let yourself be distracted by love for a building, by a political party. Don't be small. Tomorrow and next week and next month and in the years to come, George Floyd is depending on you in our boardrooms, in our city council meetings, in our classrooms, in our church, will we bear witness to our belief that black lives matter to God? Amen.